0: All right, everybody, welcome back to the Penn State Career Conversations Podcast. As always, I am your host, Zach Follador, bringing you episode four now. Uh, thank you again for joining. Uh, thank you for everyone who's been listening thus far. We hope you guys have, uh, have found it beneficial. Uh, For today's conversation, for episode four, uh, I'm going to be talking to a couple of different recruiters about emerging trends from the ongoing uh, COVID-19 pandemic. So, talking to them about how their processes have changed, how their recruitment has changed, how their hiring processes have changed, and how our students... Uh, and, and job seekers in general can, can better prepare to to meet the demands of, of what employers are looking for now and how employers are recruiting right now. So um, I, as I said, I have uh, two separate guests that I spoke with here on today's episode. Uh, first I was joined by Jill Thomas, who is the manager of talent acquisition for Enterprise Rent-A-Car. And then uh, to close out the show today, I was joined by Kaylee Schmidt, who is a talent acquisition partner uh, at Lowe's uh, department store. So. I uh, had two great conversations with them. Uh, a lot of great insight that they brought. I think everyone will, will find their uh, their thoughts very beneficial. And uh, so without further ado, I'm gonna get right to it so that we can get uh, to the show. So again, joined today by Jill Thomas from Enterprise and Kaylee Schmidt from Lowe's. Uh, two great conversations here that I think you guys will really enjoy. Thank you again for stopping by and listening to the show. All right, everybody. So as I mentioned in the introduction of this episode, we're going to be talking today about some emerging recruitment trends and, and things that we have noticed um, during the, uh, the, the, the pandemic that's been going on for the last seven months uh, and how you guys can better prepare for, for the new kind of environment moving forward and some things that have happened due to the pandemic. So um, my first guest uh, that I have with me today to talk about this is Jill Thomas, who is the manager of Talent Acquisition. Uh, at Enterprise Rent-A-Car and a fellow Penn State alum. Uh, So Jill, I know you had attended one of our Commonwealth campuses and and graduated. Um, So thank you so much for joining me. It's a pleasure to have you here.
1: Absolutely. Thank you. I'm excited to be here today.
0: So um, before we really kind of jump into our conversation, Jill, I always like to give my guests an opportunity to talk a little bit about their career path. So why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about how you got to uh, this point in your career where, where you're the manager of talent acquisition and enterprise and kind of how Penn state played a, a part in that, uh, in that uh, journey. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And my career path is a little bit different um, because I've actually been at the same company since graduation, which is unheard of, but that's obviously the enterprise way, but yes, I went to Penn state. I went to a branch campus. I went to Penn state Dubois. Um, I was a marketing and manager major. Um, management marketing, you know, yeah. So, but uh, the goal was, you know, I was all into marketing. That was the the focus. I did an internship at a bank in the area. And I really thought that's what I wanted to do. After doing the internship, I realized quickly that um, I missed like the customer interaction because I was also a teller prior to that. So I completely switch gears and kind of focus more towards that management side of the degree. Um, And that's when I found enterprise. Um, I went to enterprise for the management training program. And like many, I thought, you know, it's a rental car company. What is this going to do for a career path? It'll give me some experience. 12 years later, I am still with the company, Um, so started as a management trainee, and then worked my way up through the management track, and that's that's what we offer, is that long-term career path, but I moved into management roles where I oversaw my own office, you know, managed a staff of up to about... Um, so I was able to get promoted into a recruiting role um, where I staff and recruit for Western PA. So basically State College West. So I have a lot of those Penn State campuses, Barron, Du Bois, Main Campus. Um, but we also are everywhere as well. So I help connect, you know, students that live in the Philadelphia area or, you know, out of state, we offer that. And then I've been able to kind of grow and now I am the TA manager for all of Western PA, which is super exciting that I've been able to have that career change within that area.
0: Awesome stuff. And I think even your, your path can be kind of a, a template that some of our students can kind of look at and say, you know, getting in with a good company, a large company that will allow you room to grow and kind of find your own path within that. I think that's a, a really cool thing and a really cool opportunity that Enterprise afforded you. So you mentioned, um, you know, at Enterprise, obviously, that, you know, the management training program, which I, I know you hire a ton of um, soon to be grads or recent grads for. So um, why don't you talk a little bit, let's get started with talking about how enterprise and you guys have kind of transitioned or or pivoted during this pandemic. What changes have you guys made to your recruitment processes or your hiring processes? Any kind of like innovative practices that you guys have found work well for you guys?
1: Yeah, and pivot's a great word because I feel like we've all pivoted a lot since March, right? And that was the thing, you know, at, at first we were really concerned how we're going to do this, Um, you know, when we started to hire again, it was, we needed to bring in people and we needed to get back where we were, but it is the middle of a pandemic. So there's two sides to that. So the recruiting aspect can be virtual. And we've realized very quickly that virtual works really well for recruiting because number one, the thing that I found the best for it is as I am speaking with candidates, um, they don't have to take a half a day. They don't have to take a day off of work. Like I'm able to balance between their lunch break. Like if you have 45 minutes, we can hop on. I use Teams, I use Microsoft Teams or Zoom, Um, but you know, we can hop on real quick and it's great because I don't have to travel. And for our candidates that are in the state college area or Dubois don't have to drive to Pittsburgh where I am. So it's really kind of helped expedite that process and it's better candidate care too, right? So it's a better experience for our students. Um, But at the same time, you know, it's been the outreach has been different, um, because obviously we're not on campus. So that's really changed a lot. And, you know, we're always looking for new ideas, but, you know, we've used Handshake and Brazen um, a lot just to create events, um, to try to draw people in, you know, we'll we'll advertise that through career services and whatnot, just as a, hey, today we're going to be talking about our opportunities, or today I'm going to talk about how to interview in a virtual world, just to kind of get people in so we can at least get in front of students.
0: Yeah, certainly. And that's one thing that, um, you know, me and, and my team have been talked a lot about here over the last six months is that it seems like the, you know, the virtual recruitment events, it, it takes out a lot of the barriers that otherwise might be there for in-person events, whether it be cost or geography or anything like that. Is, yeah, is yeah. the virtual interviewing and virtual recruitment and stuff of that nature, is that stuff that you envision you guys will keep going or keep doing once uh, life returns to, you know, quote unquote normal Right. Um, or are you gonna go back fully to more of an in-person model?
1: So I miss the face-to-face. Like I miss the recruitment aspect on campus. Being on, I, I miss being on campus so much. I miss yeah. like that interaction. But when it comes to the actual interview process. I foresee that staying. Um, again, as I mentioned, it's just, it's an expedited process. It's easier for candidates and for students. Um, and we're able to do that. Yes, I don't, you're not sitting in my office but I still can contend, I can still see you. Um, we're still able to engage in conversation. Um, it's just been a lot easier for you know even our hiring managers so I start the process and then I hand them off to interview with our hiring managers you know they have crazy schedules as well because they're in the branch but they're able to okay I have this meeting but let me just hop on real quick I can turn on my video and that way they don't have to be in an office you know an interviewing office and it's just it works for everybody um, so it, it's actually really it's, it's been beneficial across the board for candidate and for the company as well.
0: Good stuff. So um, a lot of the a lot of the programming that we put out on our podcast thus far has been focused on students, you know, going through the job search. uh, You know, kind of process in a in a virtual environment. So with with that in mind, and with the changes that you're talking about within, you know, enterprises hiring process. Um, There's any advice you could give to our students in terms of different ways that they should be preparing for a virtual interview or anything that they should be doing differently um, to be while they're looking for a job or going through an interview process during this time.
1: Yeah, so in in regards to the interview itself, um, I let students know it's really not that much different to an in person so they really need to make sure that they are still prepared and sometimes I think and not all students do this right, but I think sometimes think, okay, well, it's just virtual. I don't have to, um, it's not as professional, but please make sure that it is still professional. You still have to dress appropriately. Um, yeah. I know we're all in our zoom form right now, right? But <laughs> yeah. you know, I can still see you. I still want you to, you know, wear, throw on a button up, throw on a blazer. You know, it just, it looks like you took the time to do that, but really make sure you can you take the time to research too right because we're going to see that you actually put that time and effort into it um now in regards to the like interview prep and that opportunity to look for for jobs that's been kind of hard because again we're we're not on campus right we're not kind of reaching out to you Um, so i think that's kind of the hardest part and the biggest tip that i can give to students is to really utilize you know what is available to you like net, we always talk about networking and I know that if you're not you know if you're not networking you're not working the whole thing, but now more than ever. It, you have to do it right so be on linkedin update your profile, you know handshake brazen all of these. Um, apps that schools have available to you um, recruiters are there, we want to talk to you, we want to get in front of you, but you know now we have this restriction that we're not allowed on campus so make sure you're utilizing these opportunities because that's how we're going to meet you. And the people that are out there are the ones that we're going to talk to, right?
0: (laughs) Yeah, certainly. What about, I I mean, we're also interested in kind of like emerging trends and like future skill sets, right? So um, things that may, they could be related to the pandemic or not, maybe just something generally speaking that you've noticed uh, over the last year or so. Any kind of like future skill sets or emerging trends or anything like that that you feel that are, are soon to be grads or recent grads should be preparing for?
1: Yeah, I mean, we talked about pivoting earlier. Right. Um, yeah. The biggest thing that I can say is that adaptability. Right. Because we have changed so many things in the last six months, nine months. I don't even know what month we're on anymore, but <laughs> yeah, um, I, I'm with you <laughs> Yeah, and I know I just I, I can foresee that's not going to change. Right. Because we still there's so many unknowns. And I think that's the one thing that students have to understand is that adaptability and also the understanding to get outside of your comfort zone, right? Because I think a lot of students had this plan and this point of direction and they had this path that they thought they were gonna follow, um, but things have changed so much. Now it's like everything, someone took everything and threw it up into the wind, right? So I think that's the biggest thing is to, to really, you know, be able to get outside of your comfort zone, Apply for things, look for jobs that you might not have ever thought you had, you were interested in because you never know where that can take you down the line. And again, things will start to hopefully things will start to get normal, you know, down, you know, six months, year down the line. But if you already have a foot in the door, and then those opportunities start to open again, guess what? You're going to have that opportunity because you're already in that that company, and and you could you have that number one chance to kind of move forward. So I think having that, um, again, being adaptable and really being open to different opportunities, it's going to help.
0: Yeah, certainly. And that's something that we preach to our students all the time is, is that flexibility. So from an employer perspective, Jill, um, what is it, what, what are some things that you feel that, you know, career services staff on our campuses, what are some things that we can be doing um, to help better prepare our students? I know that's a big question when uh, we've talked about a lot already, but you've talked about, you know, the the, the flexibility and the adaptability that's something that we struggle with is like, how do we instill that into our students to be able to, to be flexible in that regard.
1: Yeah. And that's obviously a conversation I've had with a lot of, of schools recently. And sure. I think and honestly, I think coming at it from a realistic approach, right, that what we've done in the past isn't working. Um, students can't show up to events. Um, and also, it's very real students and employers, I'll be very honest virtual fatigue is a very real thing. So especially students, I can't imagine, you know, going through these classes, these hybrid and whatnot. And then, well, now I have to go to this event tonight to talk to a recruiter. I'll just look at their website later, right? Like we get that. So I think, you know, as a, an employer, um, you know, we are looking for creative ways to get in front of students and, and working with career services and saying, okay, what works? So as a student, what do you want from us? And I'm always open to, you know, reaching out to career services and saying, okay, let's, let's think out of the box. What, you know, I don't want to sit in front of a, a computer and say, let's talk about a panel and talk about this. So what do it, what do students want it? So I'll present on interview tips or, you know, creating a, a LinkedIn profile that's going to get attention. Like, you know, just new opportunities and ideas to get in front of students. And at the same time, I think it has to come from the student. Like, what, what do you want to see from us? Right? Like, what's important to you and what we you show up for? <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Great. It's uh, you're, everything you're saying, Joe. I think I, I'm I'm glad to hear. It seems that you know we seem to be thinking along along the same lines, and um, all the things that you've mentioned in this uh, in this episode here are things that we've been preaching to our students. So it's glad to hear that I'm I'm glad to hear that we're we're thinking in the same direction. Um, this is this has been great, Joe. Really, really, thank you for your time, and I, I appreciate it. Um, before I let you go, I, I wanted to give you the opportunity before we close out the conversation. Promote anything that that you wanted to with with enterprise, whether it be positions or programming you have coming up, any events you guys are hosting. Love okay. to give you an opportunity to talk a little bit uh, about that.
1: Yeah, I appreciate that. And so obviously, as I mentioned prior, I'm with enterprise, so everybody knows enterprise is the rental car company. Um, but what we offer more on a professional side is more of that um, professional development career path into. Um, an entrepreneurial type of program. So first and foremost, we actually offer an internship that is open now. Um, we are enterprises privately owned and operated, and we are a nationally owned company. So I recruit, yes, for Western PA in the Pittsburgh territory, but we have students at Abington, um, at Penn State, Du Bois, you know, South Fayette. We have all those opportunities close to home for you. So if you're in the Harrisburg area or if you're out in Philadelphia, that internship is available to you. Um, Those internships are open now. You can find those at careers.enterprise.com. We will be hiring interns in the summer. Um, It's a summer paid internship um, where it mirrors that full-time management training program. So we're bringing you in early in that hands-on experience, teaching you how to run an operation and you're learning everything from sales, customer service, logistics, HR, um, finance. It's a little bit of everything. And then with that being said, we also offer a full-time management training program. So we offer that, that is um, available everywhere. Post-grad, we require a four-year degree. So if you're graduating in December, you can apply as early as today. Um, May grads can start applying as well. We'll start that process. Um, we make you a contingent offer and isn't that the ultimate goal right to have that offer before graduation so that yep. you know that check mark I'm good that's so uh, but that's the thing once you graduate we're, we're there to hit the ground running so we have those opportunities across the board um, and as I mentioned you can find all of those at careers.enterprise.com
0: awesome and and for anyone listening I, I will include a link to uh, the, uh, the enterprise careers site there in the description of this episode so if anyone wants to go check that out please feel free to do so. Um, well, everyone, again, uh, she is Jill Thomas, the talent acquisition manager at Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Jill, uh, thank you so much for joining us Dave. This was great. Really appreciate your insights.
1: Absolutely. And thank you. And, and to everybody, students listening, you know, we are here. We want to talk to you. So keep on, you know, finding these unique opportunities and we're excited to talk to you and we want to hire you. So thank you so much for having me today, Zach. I really appreciate it.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you for joining me, Jill.
1: Yeah, thank you.
0: All right, everyone. And for our next segment here, for my second guest on this episode, uh, to continue our conversation about emerging trends uh, in in the marketplace right now, uh, I'm joined by Kaylee Schmidt, a fellow Penn State alum and a talent acquisition partner at Lowe's. Kaylee, thank you so much for joining me. How are you doing this morning?
2: Good. Thanks for having me.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you for being here. Um, Before we get started, Kaylee, I always like to give my guests a minute to kind of introduce themselves and talk a little bit about their career path. I know you're, uh, as I mentioned, I know you're an alum of Penn State at the uh, the New Kensington campus. So can you just tell our listeners a little bit about your, your kind of career path and how you got to your current role?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So um, my career in retail, uh, Surprised me. First of all, I never thought that I would be um, in retail still, uh, you know, eight years after graduating from Penn State, but I actually started out my career with Sam's Club. I worked for Sam's Club part-time while I was in college, and once I graduated with my bachelor's in management marketing, I was able to move into an assistant store manager role with them, Um, In that role, I learned so much. I was able to learn about uh, human resources, about business acumen, about running a business, all kinds of things that I I was not expecting to learn about. Um, After that, I decided to take a a more senior leadership role and I moved to Rite Aid and I was a store manager for them for a couple of years. And then I decided that my passion was really in HR and I wanted to more specialize in my degree um, on the HR side. So I took an HR manager position with Lowe's. Uh, After doing that role for about two years, I decided that talent acquisition would probably be the best place for me because I love talking to candidates, I love the hiring process, um, so many great things about talent acquisition. So I took a talent acquisition partner uh, when Lowe's built this team about a year and a half ago, so it was really exciting to be a part of building the talent acquisition team at Lowe's and um, to continue to be a part of it, as with any career, it's ever changing. And so, always keeping me on my toes and learning new things.
0: Good stuff, Kaylee. And so, um, you mentioned kind of being a part of, of the talent acquisition team now at Lowe's. Um, so, how have you guys, how has your team kind of transitioned during this pandemic? You know, what, what changes have you guys made to, you know, either the recruitment process or your hiring processes? Any kind of like innovations you guys have have used or any practices you've implemented that have worked well for you guys to help deal with, uh, you know, kind of the ongoing, um, you know, uh, ongoing situation?
2: Absolutely. So um, at Lowe's, uh, as you might know, we are an essential retailer, so we never closed our doors during the pandemic. We we stayed open um, for customers to come in, uh, shop with us for critical supplies that they might have needed during the pandemic. So our stores have been really busy. Um, so we've had to change a lot of things from a hiring process and really hire very quickly during a time where we are not normally hiring. So this is not a traditional hiring time for Lowe's. Normally we're transitioning out of summer, going into our slower time and actually planning behind the scenes for spring, which is our busy time of year. So, um, a lot of the things that we've had to do was pivot to a more work from home uh, base for our recruiters and for our corporate employees. Um, So with that, getting technology uh, for people to work from home that didn't traditionally work from home was something that Liz was able to do really quickly which really created a seamless process for our stores. I don't think our stores really noticed the transition from our corporate offices working from the office to working from home. So we, we didn't have to delay a lot of those uh, resources, which was great. From our recruiting and hiring process, um, with the increased business in our stores, our our hiring managers were super busy. They were really helping customers. They were taking care of their associates, um, all of those kinds of things to really keep the stores running. So we were able to transition a lot of our recruiters into um, interviewers and hiring managers. So as a recruiter for Lowe's, um, I was able to pivot uh, along with everybody on our team to focus a lot more on hiring Uh, rather than as much recruiting. So still a lot of recruiting because we had a lot of people to hire, but also we were doing virtual interviews, making hiring decisions for the stores, helping them plan, um, you know, workforce planning, who they needed to hire and when. Uh, We really changed a lot with, um, you know, using things like Handshake, LinkedIn, Uh, Indeed, different hiring platforms that were able to help us hire really quickly. So I think that was the biggest thing. We also launched a process um, to help schedule interviews quicker. So instead of physically calling people to schedule interviews, we were emailing and texting to try and get those interviews scheduled electronically, which really um, sped up that process to get the interviews scheduled for our recruiters.
0: Very interesting. So um, some of those changes that you mentioned, you know, the the hiring or the uh, the emailing and texting for interviews and even like recruiters making hiring decisions, are, are those things that you feel that uh, you guys will hang on to once, you know, life returns to, I guess, quote unquote, normal?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, being remote presents a lot of challenges if it's not something that you've done prior. So you have uh, first of all, you have tech issues, connectivity like an yeah. issues and things like that that you have to work for, work through. You have new technology coming all the time. We, we recently switched from um, Skype for Business to Microsoft Teams at Lowe's. So, um, you know, really getting into know teams, how to leverage that with candidates and things like that. Um, just a lot of web-based things that I think we'll continue to do. And what's nice is in the recruiting space, um, a lot of the different companies are coming up with their own technology as well. So indeed recently launched a um, virtual hiring platform that we've been able to use and test out for them as well. So it's been cool to see the innovation in the, in the hiring space.
0: Good stuff. So yeah, sure. So um, based on some of these changes and some of the things that you're seeing, um, is there any difference in the ways that students or, or candidates and job seekers in general should be approaching a job search or, or approaching an interview, um, You know, given all these different things that we've, we've talked about?
2: Yes, I think definitely, especially the job search and interview process, I think they've changed tremendously, not even just over the last couple of years, but really in the last six months. Um, be prepared for face-to-face interviews virtually Uh, It can be awkward the first couple of times that you log in to an interview. Um, Trust me, it it feels the same way for the recruiter on the other side. You have no idea who you're logging in to talk to or or what's going to happen, but um, get used to that. I mean, make sure you test your technology to make sure that it's working. Um, You know, Prior to your interview, whether you can test it with a friend, a family member, whoever, make sure you're testing that to make sure that your software is working. Um, that you have a quiet space, a clean, quiet space to work from, um, that you're focused on the interview and not focused on anything that might be happening around you. I know we all have kids and pets and other people living in our space, but uh, make sure that you're really prepared to have that quiet time. I think when you're searching for a job too, it's really important more so now than ever to really do research on the company that you're looking to work for, and connect with their recruiters. Whether you're looking, um, whether you can find the actual correct recruiter that's working on that role, or you find a recruiter that just works for the company, they can usually connect you to the right person. So recruiters are critical in that job search piece. And even if there's no job posted, connect with a recruiter. They can always let you know about open opportunities open opportunities that might be upcoming or even ones that aren't posted yet, but they do have openings for and things like that. So um, I think that those are really important things to keep in mind. Also, if, you're, if you're able to, um, say you're applying at Lowe's, for example, for one of our in-store positions, if you're able to get out into the business, to walk around, get a feel for the culture, see how the pandemic might have changed the business and how they're reacting to that, um, those are great things to do. You you want to make sure that the company you're applying for, the company that you're seeking to work for, is also a good fit for you. So getting out there if you can. Um, I know that's not always possible with every business, but get out there if you can and, and learn as much as you can about the employer.
0: Awesome. A lot of the episodes that we had released previously have, have dealt with the um, you know, the job search during, uh, you know, kind of the virtual environment and preparing for an interview for a virtual environment and a lot of what you're saying is has been echoed um, by my guests on those previous episodes so I'm glad to hear you kind of reinforce it here. Um, As you've been interviewing candidates and hiring candidates here um, over the past seven months. Um, any kind of like emerging trends or or future skill sets that, that you feel that, um, you know, soon to be grads or recent grads should be preparing for as they approach graduation?
2: Um, yeah, a couple things I can think of. I would say um, just a little bit of what I said already, just make sure that you're creative in your job search, Um, make sure that you're connecting with recruiters um, in your field so that they can help you search for a job. That is our job is to help you find a job. So um, use those recruiters if you can. Uh, Make sure that you're staying really active on hiring platforms with the lack of in-person career fairs and things like that that we have seen over the last few months. It's even more critical to make sure your LinkedIn profile is up to date, to make sure you have an updated resume on Indeed, Um, all of those different hiring platforms that you might be using. Just make sure they're really up to date and that you're active on there. Um, Also, be aware of your personal social media. I think without being able to meet people uh, in person, face-to-face, I think a lot of recruiters are leaning on those personal social media accounts to get a little bit of information about you um, and your personality and if you would be a good fit for those roles. So just make sure that you're aware that you know, recruiters are looking at those and, and, and keep them clean. Um, from a communication standpoint as well, I would say, uh, get comfortable communicating and working with a team remotely. Um, a lot of you might be working remotely. It's, it's easy to fall into a, uh, feeling like you're the only person on your Island, but if you have a solid team that you can work with, um, remotely, that, that really helps. I know, um, my team in particular there were eight of us were spread all across uh, Pennsylvania and Ohio and one of the things my manager did when the pandemic kind of first hit and we were all at home a lot more and no in-person meetings was have us all do every interview was a, or every meeting was a video meeting, it was super awkward at first, um, <laughs> you know, but we've gotten a lot more comfortable with each other over the last several months and um, being on camera, uh, we've learned a lot about each other as far as our, our pets go and our kids go and <laughs> things like yeah. that. So it's been really fun to be able to do those kinds of things. So just get comfortable with communicating, I would say, uh, via, via video chat. You know a lot of people are really comfortable communicating via email and things like that. But those interpersonal skills on video chatter are important in an interview, in a meeting. In a yeah.
0: yeah, I think that's a great point. I, I I was talking with someone about it not that long ago that like if you would, I, you know, I never would have guessed back in March that I would spend this much time on on Zoom. And it is something to get used to. But I, I think but, that's an important point to, to make is that Um, You know, getting getting comfortable with, you know, working remotely and not necessarily being in the same location as your team is is something that that is important. Um, Well, Kaylee, I I really appreciate uh, your your willingness to stop by and and talk today, and this is some great insight that you gave and I know our students will will really appreciate it Um, before I let you go. Um, I did want to give you the opportunity to, to plug anything that you wanted, anything you guys have going on at Lowe's, whether it be um, specific, you know, hiring needs you have right now or any program or anything like that that you wanted to promote um, before I let you go.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So um, some of the things that we're working on here at Lowe's, obviously our stores are remain busy. So we are hiring a lot in our stores. Anybody looking for a part-time or a full-time opportunity in a store role, absolutely reach out to a recruiter on uh, LinkedIn, one of our talent acquisition partners, and we can help you find uh, roles that might be a great fit for you. Uh, We also have Um, Upcoming, looking even into next year, we should have some leadership um, internships posting um, for next spring. Uh, both at our corporate office and we're, we're really hoping in the field as well you know we had plans of internships this past spring in the field but unfortunately due to the pandemic um, you know we had to we had to do some pivoting with that but really looking forward to those opportunities as well we're also hiring um, in our technology center for engineers uh, software engineers and things like that in our Charlotte um, office technology as well so lots of opportunities with Lowe's if you're not sure where you might fit in or what might be an opportunity for you connect with one of our talent acquisition partners any of us would be able to give you um, great information about opportunities at Lowe's and um, it's a small network of partners so we were able to communicate with each other and, and get you connected to the right person.
0: Awesome stuff. And it goes back to anyone listening. It goes back to what we talked about in our last episode, which is making sure that you have a strong LinkedIn profile, making sure that you're active on LinkedIn. What Kaylee's saying there it goes right along those lines. You know, don't be afraid to, to reach out and connect with those recruiters on LinkedIn to see how they might be able to plug you in, uh, whether it be at Lowe's or at any organization that you're, you're hoping to get your foot in the door. Well, um, Kaylee, Thank you again so much for joining me this morning. really appreciate you taking some time and talking to us. Um, always nice to have a, a fellow Penn State alum on the podcast to kind of share their wisdom with our students. So we really thank you uh, for stopping by and taking some time this morning.
2: Absolutely, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Good luck to everybody um, in your job search. I know it's a, a tough market out there. So leverage leverage every opportunity that you have to, to find those great opportunities.
0: Well said. Thank you again, Kaylee.
2: Thanks.